0: I think that this deal benefits the UFC more than it does the WWE.
1: Fans have been conditioned not to pay pay-per-views. I was going to
0: say it was like 20 minutes of wrestling on a three-hour wrestling program.
1: The person who was doing the NDAs, that was my evil brother, Vince. I am yeah. Ken yeah. McMahon. Uh, coming, in. coming in, yeah. Flex. I just want to win, yeah.
0: L.A. BB, who we running with, running, yeah. Running. Two, two three, three, I'm on 10 What is going on guys and welcome back to The Lockup, bringing you inside the ring of combat sports. I am your host, Dylan Reynolds, joined once again by my wonderful co-host. He is the people's champion of the world, Joshua Klein. How are we doing, buddy?
1: Oh, hell yeah, brother. WWE finally gets sold to a company endeavored who also owns the UFC. So we have a merger! The mega powers coming together, brother! And we're gonna go over today, talk about how this happened, the implications of it, and what does this mean overall? So Dylan, take it away, tell these folks, how the hell did this happen? You are right, Joshua. We
0: will get into that. But first, I do want to say that this episode is sponsored by Liquid IV. Uh, We will talk about it a little bit more uh, later on in the episode. But you can use code T-L-U at liquidiv.com for 20% off anything on the website. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But let's get into this discussion about Endeavor. Um, You know, uh, this is something that is just... (sighs) We've obviously the last six to eight months, we've known this has kind of been coming, obviously, you know, when Vince forced himself back into the company at the start of the year, he made it very apparent, Hey, this is what we're doing. Even over the last probably four to five years, I'd say, you know, they've been making moves strategically where people have constantly said, Oh, I think WWE is preparing to, to sell. Uh, and, That is still something, even though we are almost a week, I want to say now, a little over a week now of it being, I guess it's not finalized, it still has to go through all the legal processes. But as far as being announced, first off, Josh, how does it feel for us to be in a world now where a McMahon does not own a wrestling company?
1: Mm, It's crazy, but he's still in charge only Vince McMahon will find a way to sell his company and still have control. Only Vince McMahon will find that way. Cause usually when we were talking about, you know, being sold, you know, Saudi was talked about, you know, Disney was talked about. And you were hoping that these companies would come, a new company would come in, take Vince out and we get a fresh coat of paint. But Vince goes, goes, I'm the real, let's make a deal guy and make a really fucking deal. Like, It all it it benefited him, but it hurts the wrestling fans because we. It was like the Triple H era was a mirage. It was a fairy dream, a fever pitch dream, that it all came crashing down at night two of WrestleMania. That's when it really felt like, oh shit, nothing's really changed. Oh, and then Monday Night Raw the next day, the biggest Raw of the year, only had like what five matches that lasted less than 30 minutes see?
0: i was gonna say it was like 20 minutes of wrestling on a three-hour wrestling program
1: welcome back vince <laughs> yeah
0: uh you know now something i will say uh you know one of the biggest things that i still you know see people kind of being like wwe was not officially bought by endeavor what happened is as you said kind of in the intro Endeavor purchased the majority of the shares. They own 51% of the WWE and are merging it with the UFC to make a public company. Uh, that way, the rest uh, of the, the ownership is still public, just like WWE is now. Stockholders, if you're a stockholder, you know you can still uh, be a part of it. Um, they haven't announced what this new company is going to be called. They only said like the, the Stock Exchange little... Uh, abbreviation is going to be TKO, which is kind it's kind of cool. Like, it's like, ah, uh, you know, it's, it's a sports <laughs> thing, but you know, got to uh, give him it, something. You got to give yeah, him had, something. I mean, yeah. You know, I, you, you have to look at just like the fact that uh, UFC and WWE combining makes <sighs> one of the biggest powerhouse companies ever. I mean, this comp new company, it is going to be a 21 billion dot worth 21 billion dollars that's
1: insane yes and somehow vince is his hands all up in that money pot man like wow um, and what about those MMA fans that are always dissing all wrestling? But guess what—they are family now. <laughs> all your favorite UFC fighters are going to find their way in the WWE somehow. Conor McGregor. Yeah,
0: I mean, look, the so this is something that I, I think it it's a very important thing to look at, and uh, of course there's going to be a lot of excitement from one side of, of the fence. There's also going to be a lot of doom and gloom from the other side of the fence personally. And, and I said this in the, the little bit that we talked about it last week. The, I, I think we filmed that like the, the day it was announced. I want to say, well,
1: the, 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 well we, it got announced on Sunday, Monday yeah. when we recorded last week, it was official official. Yeah.
0: Um, it, it's, it's, I would say just looking at endeavors past with the UFC when they purchased the UFC back in the early uh, 2000s, uh, what will happen is the company is going to Uh, as far as the business metrics go, uh, this is the best possible thing for the WWE period in that sense. You know, uh, again, just just to touch on Vince McMahon said he wanted $9 billion for this company. He got 9.3 and gets to remain in charge. (laughs) That's Uh, fucking crazy. Just uh, an insane world we live in, folks. Um, But realistically, you know, I don't see like, there isn't going to be no doom or gloom as far as, oh, they're not merging WWE and UFC into, like, there's not going to be a Roman Reigns, uh, Roman Reigns-Cody match on the same card as a Conor McGregor-John uh, Cor- uh, Jones match. Like, the, the crossover is not like that uh, because there will be crossover, absolutely. You know, it will be like Josh said, and as we've seen in the past, older guys who are kind of at the end of their rope in the MMA world or just aren't working out in the MMA world are coming over here. Hey, we will take you in. You have athletic ability, you know, uh, and, and, and vice versa in very rare, uh, special circumstances, you might see, uh, the odd person from WWE who steps up into the octagon and, you know, if they're legitimately able to, uh, attempt it, uh, I, I think it will be day to day the the connection is more going to be in the fact of you're gonna get oh on UFC 290 you're gonna get the uh summerslam is coming to Detroit uh sort of thing you're gonna have oh Roman reigns the universal champion is in the crowd for this UFC event it it's not gonna be any crazy it's not it's not gonna be Enochism. Let let me For 100% sure. It is not going to be some pro wrestling MMA hybrid thing. I, I promise you folks.
1: Well, I wouldn't rule out of a crossover event. Maybe not the big name stars, but maybe someone from the undercard making a debut. I mean, we don't, since this just happened, we don't know what kind of crazy idea these two people have. Especially Vince McMahon. We know how wacky and crazy he can get especially since he's technically also in charge of the UFC, which is he sold the WWE, still gets ownership, and gets some piece of the UFC pie. What the fuck? I, that is the most amazing part about it. Um, you said doom and gloom. I think the WWE locker room is the doom and gloom because they. some people thought that Vince was gone. There's some people who came back to WWE because Vince was gone. And now here he comes. You know, the Vince strolled right in. And they're going, well, fuck. I mean, it's rumored that Bailey's contract is, is up. I, I wouldn't come back. I mean, especially since she had a group that Vince McMahon didn't want to happen. Bye. Bray Wyatt came back. Well, bye. He fired you once. He'll fire you again. Killer, uh, Killer Cross. You didn't like him anyways. You're gone. L.A. feet, L.A. night is going to be something else, you know? God damn, people. And maybe the UFC people have doom and gloom because they don't want to be associated with wrestlers because people still have this stigma of predetermined matches, and that takes away from all the athleticism, all the work they put in the ring. People, this guy will attest to you because he's actually taken bumps that this shit's real, okay? I don't have you. To convince you
0: you know uh it it's one of those things where i mean look at, at the end of the day fundamentally there is the only other potential buyer which at, at the end of the day we won't ever truly know if this was the best option or not because of, they're never going to say who and how much anyone else was willing to buy the wwe for um and what the deals of 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 the what the, the details of the deal would have been.
1: At uh, least, can we admit it's better than Saudi Arabia? Of when, course. When we would thought that Saudi Duh. Arabia was going to buy the WWE, oh, we're gonna, literally, we were going to yeah, be out. We were going to be like, fuck done. you, blood money, get the fuck out of here. Like, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. doesn't mean that the Saudis are not involved in this, somehow, speculation. There, there, there's a there relationship is. with UFC, and there's a relationship with WWE. The Saudi shows aren't going away
0: no now there there is a a pretty important fact that i will bring up in a second here um but just to to finalize kind of this point i mean look uh, just the absurdity of of this happening and all the details uh, i think that day to day realistically there's probably not going to be much difference uh there's obviously going to be Big, big layoffs uh, in multiple sectors. The majority is going to be the, the behind the scenes, the admin, you know, the office sector where, well, I don't need a UFC and a WWE graphic artist to do promo packages. We can just have one. So get rid of the other person, uh, you know, that's going to happen. That happens in mergers. There's uh, it's inevitable with how these types of things work. Uh, talent is one that I'm a little bit more nervous about. Um, over this last week or so, there's been kind of a thing of there's a talent freeze in place. Um, but
1: Logan Paul just signed his new contract, so uh, which which infuriates me because it's like you signed a new contract and he didn't get a big win, so you didn't push your young star knowing he was coming back.
0: Whatever. You know, it, regardless. So back back to that that little point you said about the Saudi Arabia thing. So this is actually something that is interesting. And I'm not going to say is a big reason of why Endeavor could have, or I'm not going to say big reason, but a, a, a detail of why they could have. So Ari and Dana White in the UFC have basically said, hey, we're not, Working with the Saudi Arabia, Arabian government, I think they have a uh, they have a working agreement with uh, I believe it's the the United Emirates. I want to say um, so, like that's where they do stuff. And and you know they publicly said, "Hey, we're not going to work with Saudi Arabians." Plus, there's kind of that deal already in place with another foreign government. The thing is, is that well, now they just inherited this ongoing Saudi Arabia deal through the WWE and you simply just have to imagine well hey we're we're forced by contract you know they this contract supersedes us owning the company so uh you know the the king Prince uh, threw a couple million dollars at us to run a UFC Fight Island event here uh, you know, it. I think that's something where, again, business uh, business, f- uh, philosophy and the cutthroat nature of corporate America, especially, I think that's one of the things that they would probably think of of be like, oh, that's a nice way to kind of skirt around it so we can't take any negative publicity, but still make a shitload of money.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's all in the dead is going to be a shitload of money being made here for everybody involved except, except for the ones the getting fired and the fighters. The wrestlers and the fighters lose in this cuz they're not going to see the 21 billion dollars. It's all going to be in the uh the see the, the board members, Vince McMahon all those people are going to see the money. So, but you know, cuz they're free, they're freelancers. The wrestlers are. I mean, independent contractors which makes no fucking sense because they can't work anywhere else but WWE. what a loophole
0: um now i will say this is a very important thing that i wanted to talk about was the the workers the wrestlers the fighters you know ufc fundamentally has constantly been talked about how they uh underpay fighters that endeavor does uh kind of despite the fact that, you know, UFC itself is not a a public company, but in this endeavor did uh, state that UFC has an enterprise value of $12.1 billion. You know, they got a lot of money. They got a lot of money to, to be able to, to throw around. The issue is now a lot of these cards, uh, they're filled with young up and comers that are being paid less from like Dana White's contender series instead of, your, your big main guys who you're like, ah, you know, I know, I know if I have Poirier on a card for, for three cards in a year, that's gonna, that's gonna really cut into our budget. Ah, let's, let's just throw some schmucks from the contender series on, on there. It'll be fine. It, It does matter because I will say the thing that people don't understand is the WWE fan and the UFC fan are a lot more similar than people think, because you are used to getting these events every single month in the WWE. You're used to getting these events every single month in the UFC. The big difference right now, WWE has been conditioned. Uh, WWE fans have been conditioned to only have to pay $9.99 or lower for pay-per-views, for uh, backlog, for all this stuff for almost a decade now. Versus the UFC people, they've never had a way to be able to go and watch the the backlog in its entirety. They have to pay. I believe it's seven ninety nine for ESPN ESPN Plus, and then it's between seventy to ninety dollars per pay per view.
1: That's 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 high. That's robbery. Like that's the why we don't cover cover UFCs because we're not paying that that much money for so 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 fights. Yeah. At least you at know, WWE, it, we know what we're getting. <laughs> I know what yeah. we're getting.
0: Uh, you know, it, it, it's just something where already pro wrestlers are fundamentally already underpaid altogether. They are, if if you want to say, well, they're not athletes, so they shouldn't get you know anywhere close to what the 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 NFL players or the NBA players get. Okay, well let's let's turn around. What about actors? Well, no, they they don't deserve the same amount of money that an actor does. OK, well, well, let, let, let's meet in the middle. What what about a, a, a stunt, you know, a, a stunt double or, or, you know, something like that? Ah, no, it it's just not the same. You, theater like you, you can keep just pointing at other things and people will say it's not the same. When fundamentally, a lot of these guys are putting their body on the line day in, day out in much tougher or much more compromising, I should say, positions than what a MMA fighter does, than what a boxer does, than what an actor does, than what traditional stunt uh, people do.
1: So people who say that do not know about wrestling. They never invested their time and never got to know these people. A wrestler... Is doing the job of a stuntman, an actor, and an athlete, all in one. Okay, they perform on TV every week. There is no off season. They keep going. Their injuries are very much real, and and some the athletes suffer torn knees. I mean, Shane McMahon blew a fucking quad. I mean, like, come on. An actor, their storylines. They have to get the audience invested. And have to there's a moment of disbelief, like what is it called? The
0: suspension mo- of disbelief.
1: Suspension of disbelief. When a wrestling match is so good, is when that is that line is crossed, and you're just like, this feels real. The wrestler is acting is acting selling is acting. A wrestler who can sell, who can act. If I if Dylan punches me and I don't fucking sell, it looks like it looks like it's fake. Yeah, it looks like fucking, shit. Punch and I'm fucking falling off my goddamn seat. Holy shit, that was devastating. So give these people their flowers. They need the money because some wrestlers don't last long in this business because of the injuries, because of the high demand. I mean, hell, they don't go on the road as much as they used to. But if you wanna listen to any old timer talk about what they used to make, $20 at a show, and then driving 300 and some miles to the next hotel to take another goddamn bump for your entertainment, pay the motherfuckers, they deserve it.
0: Absolutely. You've heard me talk about it here on the show over the last year. I've been going through a little bit of a personal struggle. You know, I, I put on a couple pounds, I haven't hit the gym in a while, But recently, I did start taking those first steps towards and going back and getting into the shape that I want to be. And with spring here, you know, I've started walking the dog every day, eating a more balanced breakfast, and staying hydrated. A big thing that's helped me stay hydrated is liquid IV. I love how it comes in convenient packaging, the great flavor options like my favorite strawberry, and just how simple it is to use. One stick of Liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone. Liquid IV contains five essential vitamins, your B3, your B5, your B6, your B12, and vitamin C. It has three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks, and they are non-GMO and are free from gluten dairy, and soy. Get 20% off at liquidiv.com and use code T-L-U at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code T-L-U at liquidiv.com. Thank you to Liquid IV for sponsoring and back to the show. You know, the, the one thing I think, fundamentally, I think that this deal actually benefits the UFC more than it does the WWE. Because how so? The WWE already is making money hand over fist in general. I mean, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll an- answer that real quick, but just this is just a, a fact of this, this merger. Endeavor erased $3 billion worth of debt by purchasing the WWE because of how much money
1: wwe makes and people it's because of how well the wwe corp like ads i mean like their sponsorship i mean wrestlemania was full of sponsorship that's money right there the foreign money the the foreign money the international money they're getting i mean they're not they don't need to worry about you know house tickets anymore or pay-per-view buys they're making money credit card. WWE has a goddamn credit card that you can have and give credit for the WWE. Why would you do that? I don't know, but that's an option. And all the merchandise. They have shit ton of merchandise, and they appeal to kids, adults, old people. NXT loves old, old, old people love NXT. Look at the ratings. So, yeah, if you look at the UFC demographics, it's they only serve pretty much like one. Demographic—the one who likes, you know, Mark like that kind of brutality. Now, this could be good for the UFC because it might might allow these fighters to maybe dip their toes into these sponsorships, get out there more, be in more commercials, and then that would just make their transition to the WWE a lot easier. Maybe Vince goes, "Look, you're not using this guy. I think he has the stuff. Let's train him. Like making like because like." WWE was smart in this they started going out when the NI deals happened they went after that and tried to get college athletes get them in deals sponsored the, the WWE sponsoring them get the money to get their brand out there and they're training the next generation that's their thinking now I don't know where that's going because I don't think I've seen anybody from the NL deals ever show up now granted there might be on NXT I mean that, that kid from Minnesota who is like this great wrestler saw, saw him once at a Wrestlemania last year I haven't seen him since <laughs>
0: Well that well that's because he had rape allegations. <laughs>
1: well that yeah that okay. I stand corrected. <laughs>
0: um so uh, you actually hit one of my points uh, of why I think this benefits the the UFC more than the the WWE in this deal. Merchandise. Mm-hmm. Right now UFC merchandise game is is bad. It's just straight horrible. It's not good. You you have a simple, you know, the the same style of T-shirts that the the fighters wear with maybe the fighter's name on it, but they all look the same. They're all the same color. They're all the same style. It's interchangeable. What this is going to do is going to allow the, the WWE system, the WWE business, the pro wrestling business of selling merchandise, which is so integral to this business, to, to cross over into the UFC, to where you have people say, "Oh, I I want a, a, a Chael Sonnen shirt. I want a Conor McGregor shirt. I want a George Masvidal shirt. I want a Dustin Poirier shirt." Like, and and, and again, you Wrestling WWE especially misses it hard sometimes when a wrestling shirt it, it's it's just like wrestling altogether when a wrestling shirt is good it's damn good like it, it it's something you can wear there's a reason why the Austin 316 the NWO the DX shirts sell like hotcakes because they don't look like wrestling shirts they just
1: look cool i mean the bullet club shirt i mean, I have bullet club shirt I didn't want to do Japan, but I knew who Bullet Club was, and I had a Bullet Club shirt and a Yumbug shirt because those designs looked cool as fuck. And personality. t shirts allow personality. Something that we have talked about. I don't even know on on here, but we've talked this in conversation. The UFC is not allowing their fighters to have personality. Now, if if this merger happens and uh, the fighters are starting to get their own merchandise, then you'll start seeing their personalities. Then you'll start seeing T-shirts because I, I mean, what's that guy who fought what, this weekend? Uh, Izzy. Okay, he? he has personality and he is—he dips his toe in pro wrestling because he comes out in wrestling themes, reference it. Now imagine that guy has a shirt doing like a wrestling pose on his shirt—that will sell. Here, wrestling marks love their goddamn T-shirts. Hell, I don't. The Insane Compost is one of my favorite bands. They only in business because they have great fucking merch. And I just keep buying the shit. AW, I think their merch is pretty good. I mean, I bought a Moxley shirt. I love Mox. I got when CM Punk came out, who else bought that shirt? I did. Dylan did. Come on, UFC can get in that money, and that will just benefit both of them.
0: Yeah. I mean I mean, just think. you you just touched on, on a great example of that. The CM Punk shirt, when CM Punk returned to pro wrestling and AEW sold out every single crew neck or yeah, crew neck in North America. They, they could not get enough stock at pro wrestling tees to fill the orders because there was not enough in the, the continent. I mean, merch is such an integral thing because of personality. Uh, It, it lets you, show you connect more with your fans and vice versa your fans feel they have a connection to you how many times at, you know as, as a little kid josh were you just so excited uh oh today at school i'm gonna wear my uh i just saw a picture of this in uh i just saw a picture of this in my my baby pictures the other day oh, i have my uh my raw uh, one of the raw anniversary ones where i had like Jeff Hardy and triple H and Shawn Michaels and edge and like all these, all these different people. And I was like, Oh, I'm so excited. Cause I get to show through my clothes, the thing that I love, which is wrestling. And I, I want that for the MMA people. I yeah. want you to be able to put, make some stupid Mimi shirts, get weird with it just to try it out, figure out what the limits are for that audience. I mean, i just don't see how they haven't done that before. especially since these
1: these fighters have nicknames and then you can really put those nicknames on a t-shirt that could sell now to answer your question um i went to a uniform school so there was never a day where, like oh i want to show my wrestling stuff i didn't start my my first time buying a wrestling t-shirt was not until 2016 back when i got back into wrestling like hardcore like i was watching raw i was watching nxt i was watching smackdown live i mean i got the kevin owens as you know the kevin owens show that looked like raw is war i got the dawson 316 i got a vader shirt it's vader time oh a cactus jack shirt like oh dude now all i do is wear wrestling t-shirts because like i love this shit and the shirts are cool And and you're allowing your fighters to have a little personality. Because then when they walk into the ring, guess what? They're wearing their fucking shirt. The octagon. Sorry, not the ring. The octagon. They're wearing their fucking t-shirt. And you're going, holy shit, I want that. I want that shirt. And you're going, all right, www.ufc.com. Go get your merch. And sometimes when you watch the show, like AEW, I think sometimes WWE will be like, if you watch the show, use this promo code, you get 20% off your order. Like, boom. Boom. It just points you there. Hey. When, you, when New Day became faces and they had booty-o's, you goddamn right I got a booty-o's shirt. I mean, they got booty-o's over. Imagine what, and I, mean, I was thinking about a UFC fighter. I was thinking of that Britt Baker shirt with her blood all over it. Come on, that is prime for a UFC fighter. Money. Money sitting right, on the table.
0: You know, uh, uh, again, uh, another great point that you had mentioned, Josh, is the Bullet Club t-shirt. Uh, I don't. I don't know if you ever heard this story or if you remember this story, but that I want to say it was the 2016 or 2017 WrestleMania, I believe. Um, there was a one of the Hot Topic executives were was at the show and just kept seeing the Bullet Club t-shirts everywhere, and so he went to WWE and said, "Hey, we want to put that t-shirt of yours in the Hot Topic stores," and WWE had to go and say. That's not, that's not ours. And that, again, mind you, this is before AW existed. Yeah, this got New Japan Pro Wrestling official T-shirts in Hot Topic in America, and they still do it.
1: I bought my Yumbook to- shirt from Hot Topic.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, just think about if you can do a similar thing, you know, with uh, with which, uh, which you Hot
1: can Topic. buy WWE stuff at Hot Topic now too. You can.
0: You know, uh, just think about being able to go to uh, a, a hot topic. Uh, you know, maybe you could do something pin on the demo, like maybe a Spencer's, like maybe like these other, other like stores that people are going to go to for T-shirts anyways. And you're like, oh, holy crap. They have UFC shirts. Oh, cool.
1: You're, and it actually will make the UFC brand even bigger and more ho- household name um okay we've been talking about the benefits of UFC is there any benefits that WWE could have from this maybe some legitimacy um maybe but but but, but for Vince being still in charge those NDA things those sexual assault things are still like those still things haven't gone away those are very real
0: (laughs) well well that's the thing uh again you know uh this was the best case scenario that we can we know any details of for WWE because of the fact you already have the issues with Dana White outside of slapping his wife on New Year's Eve this year right before uh, his power <laughs> slapping league fucking premiered on TBS uh, it uh he's had far more controversies he is not a good person either. He's a Vince uh, McMahon, dude. <laughs> he is. And, and and Ari has stood by and has said, that's fine. That's fine with us. It's okay. And that's why in that CNBC uh, interview that they did released on Monday, uh, the after WrestleMania, Ari said, I couldn't let him walk away from pro wrestling. I, I, I couldn't let Vince McMahon walk away. And it, it just blows my mind, but at the same time, I'm not surprised. And it's why, you know, I, who I thought the last couple of years was going to be the one to buy it was Comcast, NBC Universal, because they have the long standing relationship with WWE. Obviously, Raw being on uh, on USA Network for oh close to two two decades now, I and SmackDown
1: say. was on USA for a while too,
0: NXT. You know, yep. why if they're on Peacock already? Why not some of the reality television hits. shows
1: are in the USA? I mean, like the yep. Stone Cold Steve Austin show, the the the, t- the tough enough was on USA. Yeah.
0: Why why not go for the whole whole nest egg? Because <sighs> then, you know, for, for Comcast, the thing is, well, now you don't have to pay the TV rights fees Mm-mm. because you own it. Yep. You you own it. Uh, now you know that that is the the big thing you know obviously tv rights deals are a big part of both the wwe and the ufc's business um you know ufc's tv deal is coming up in 2025 and then wwe's is coming up in 2026 one of the the biggest things i've seen that they can now do and that they are looking into possibly doing is doing it as a bundle hey you know uh you know say come 2025 Whenever it's time to negotiate the one. Hey, if you give us this amount of money, you'll get both. Obviously, starting out for this, the rest of that year, you are only going to have the one. But as soon as next year comes, you got both. Hey, you got a streaming service? Put it on there. Hey, you got that? We can do that.
1: This smells like ESPN. This smell. This smells of ESPN. Because ESPN already covers WWE on their website and they already have USC on ESPN plus. So you're telling me if you want to keep bolstering that app, you'll bring the WWE and all the backlogs and all the, now the new pay-per-views good. And you're like, it's seven 99. Oh, you're talking about a merger, right? You could did this earlier. Oh, that would be a perfect merger
0: No, that's no that no that's that's the other company buddy that's, i know
1: that's... i know no you you, <laughs> did it. No, you did it first when you look back I, you I went did. like that I, I did. so i did so uh this smells like espn because i don't think fox is pretty happy with the the way that smackdown no. is going so no they are not. espn is probably the the one that will probably pay the money there's an app service already established they already have the ufc so they can when they negotiate in 2025 they're like hey let's redo it And we'll bring WWE in because they just, I mean, more content on there. And it's all the sports and it makes WWE be in the same conversation with other fucking sports. Yeah.
0: Now, this is something I do want to talk about is, of course, I do agree that I think that once the Peacock deal is done, ESPN Plus is a no brainer for where all this content should be going. It's a no brainer. Now, the big thing I want to uh, talk about and to hopefully, again, obviously, I'm no insider. I don't know this stuff, but I'm just looking at it as a factual thing, okay? When this TV deal, or I'm sorry, when this streaming deal is up for the WWE, once Peacock deal is done, if they don't come to terms to, to do Peacock again, and they go to ESPN, which is the next likely place. WWE, unless there is a major, major, major data point that is telling them that they can do it, will not go back to pay-per-views. I guarantee they will not go back to pay-per-views.
1: Especially since the, the fans have been conditioned not to pay pay-per-views. Why would you, why would you then dick your, fa- your fans? Hey, you know, for 10 years, because the network worked. WWE, once again say what you want about Vince and how, you know,
0: he they, they is
1: forward thinking. Game. He is forward thinking. He knew that because he had an app before, you know, HBO max before Peacock. Like he had an app before most of the motherfuckers had an app. So, I mean, he saw something. So why would they go back when they know that, Hey, you, these fans are going to continue to come back and they're willing to pay monthly. And they're going to buy your merch. Like you're going to make more money making the merch than the pay-per-view buys.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, you you just have to fundamentally think with the difference between why the UFC is able to get away with it versus the WWE is, again, like, like I said earlier, the UFC has never not been in a position where pay-per-views are not important to their core business. The UFC has never been in a place where they've had an app or a service where everything is there all in one like the WWE has. And if they did it certainly has not been conditioned and beaten into our head for over a decade now that you can get live pay-per-views live the entire content backlog WCW AWA some NWA ECW all this all this pro wrestling history yes Four nine ninety nine or uh, four? What is what's Peacock now like? Four. So it's four ninety nine
1: if you want ads. It's it's not it's it's t- basically ten dollars for no ads. I pay the ten dollars because that's what I feel about ads. Especially when you're trying to watch a movie and there's a random fucking ad, you're like, well, this just ruins everything for me.
0: <laughs> you know, I I just think it would be a hard sell, uh, and I think you know people people i've seen and people i've talked to have been well well AEW they do four to five uh, a year that is uh you know that is that 50 60 dollar mark well there's a difference there's four to five of them not 12 not sometimes 13 14 like there is in the wwe like again the first pay-per-view my parents would ever buy me and this was close to six years into my wrestling journey was Royal Rumble 2008 oh like I was it the right I did that was the the one where John Cena came back in number GST. 30
1: and you're like yep. oh how the thought because you got a big yeah, that, when he came back from his injury where no one thought mm-hmm. he was coming near here, here but yeah but do at number 30 when number 30 yeah. meant something
0: yes um you know uh, it, WWE is simply going to continue to to grow in this deal the UFC I think is going to grow a lot I think another thing they're gonna get is production um not that the UFC doesn't have good production now it's just the the more smooth I would uh, it, d- despite my issues with like Kevin Dunn's uh you know, constant camera cuts and the uh the the uh motion in with the cameras like overall the presentation of a wwe show although a, a little too squeaky clean for me is smooth i mean that's undeniable it's high quality absolutely
1: yes when you watch aw like when we watch aw and then we watch wwe product there is a clear difference between the two absolutely and sometimes because the WWE is over is overproduced very um which which UFC like some of the stuff is smooth it's just going to give them a little more pop more a little, more uh viewer friendly I would say um but wow I mean we're we're crossing the 40 mark and it, like there's so much to talk about like this is just huge news um
0: day I never thought would ha- would come Truly, we know, I, I really didn't.
1: We thought it was going to come. We just didn't think it would be this. Uh, when I was floored, when it's like they're merging with UFC, that is still shocking that these two companies are now one. Um, I thought that we were going to get rid of Vince and here's Vince still here. And, and if you saw that interview from the CSNBC, you're like, well, that doesn't look like Vince because Vince <laughs> wants to... That's... The person who was doing the NDAs—that was my evil brother Vince. I am Ken McMahon, and I—I I have the sole rights to WWE. This is that
0: that, that was how uh, Rod McMahon finally, uh, finally came on screen since he didn't get to after the the Vince limo explosion.
1: Oh, Chris Benoit killed that. Uh, the Prince Benoit situation threw that storyline away because remember that's when Vince didn't want to be on screen anymore (laughs) now that didn't happen but that's another show down the line about something else but people I think we exhausted all we can say about this what is your thoughts about the merger of these two companies do you think this is a positive thing do you think this is a negative thing What outcome do you see this? What's the outcome? Do you see this coming from this, this deal? I'm curious to know. We've been loving the interactions that we've been getting so far. We're so close to 300. When we're recording this, we're almost at 300 subscribers. So thank you people for constant, for the love and the dedication and the support. We appreciate it.
0: Absolutely. And speaking of, we are also coming up on the hundred Mark on both Instagram and TikTok. You guys have been giving us so much love over there. Um, in the future, we're looking to, to provide some exclusive content over there, possibly. So, uh, you know, we, we just appreciate it. Uh, again, you guys have been insane this last month. Uh, and this, I get really this entire season so far. Um, so, I mean, it's awesome. But Josh, we're, we're not slowing down anytime soon.
1: Now. No, 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 worries. no. no. After this week, we are hitting the – we're just going to keep running with a double main event coming up. Not this – not next week, but yes. a couple of weeks from now, you're going to get a double main event. We're working hard for your entertainment people because we're trying to build a community here. Because next week, we're going to see the Epic Mealtime Guy versus Johnny <laughs> Mundo. <laughs>
0: Johnny Elite, Johnny Impact, Johnny, you know, we're, it's going to be awesome. Next week is Creator Clash 2, something I'm excited about. This is by far the the influencer boxing event I've been most excited to see because as I've constantly gushed about on this show since we didn't do the show when the first happened, the first is, in my opinion, the best crossover boxing Influencer boxing event that's happened and I'm excited for this one. You got Idubs and Alex Wasabi in the main event Alex Wasabi clearly putting in that work. Idubs clearly putting in that work. You got a lot of other exciting fights some debuts in the world Uh, I'm just excited for that of course Then as Josh said the week after we do have double main event week back again but this
1: time Both are boxing. We used to do a wrestling event and a boxing event, but that week you're getting two, two boxing recaps.
0: You get Misfits 006 with JMX and Le'Veon Bell in the main event in New Orleans, USA, and Kingpin number one big tournament. You got big rematch between a Nissan Gibb and Austin McBroom from the Social Gloves 2 event here. You got my mate Nate in a big fight uh, this uh, this next couple weeks. It's going to be crazy. Yes. Uh, this summer, I, I think people don't understand how crazy this I mean, we summer. We got is double or be.
1: nothing. We got, you know, you got Forbidden summer Door, slamming, Forbidden Door, Misfit 007, Misfit 008 which we will be live. Live live people you might even get a live maybe not a live podcast but on-site
0: review yeah. and that is something we are very excited for
1: you gotta tell the people you gotta subscribe you gotta hit the notification button because wednesday at noon you're getting
0: locked
1: up in combat sports with us brother Come in there. Yes, you are. And of course, we want to thank
0: once again our sponsor for this episode, Liquid IV. Use code TLU at checkout for 20% off and link down below in the description. Thank you guys for joining us in the ring of the lockup. And we'll see you next week.